I want to greet you in the name of Jesus today. Uh, I only want to speak truth today. I only want to speak today that what the Lord lays in my heart that would come from God. It would not come from Rick Wagner, so to say. That it would only be a message that we need to hear, I need to hear, and it would be God's word. And uh, we are, uh, before I, I'd like to make uh, just a little announcement here. It's good to see the youth all here tonight, today, as, as many as are here. It's good to see you here. And uh, you're invited to our house tonight. And I would also like to include the junior youth in that and whoever wants to come. We, we, we would like to do it at our house if it rains. We'd just, I don't know, if you have something you'd like to do, uh, bring it with you. And uh, looking forward to doing that with you. And uh, it'd be fine. And bring your, bring your friends. Okay? I guess. Okay. Today, I guess. I don't know, I don't want you to get scared, but I don't know for sure if I can put it this in one message or not, but I want to try to do it and not try to make it long. I'm not, that's not my goal at all. I don't want to, I don't have no intentions on preaching long. But there's just a lot of things here that I would have today that I think it, uh, I think God would want us to point some things out. And I'd like to say something before I really talk here today. I think sometimes people feel like you're pointing a finger at them. And I don't want to preach that way. I don't want to preach like I'm pointing a finger at you. And I, I'm, I'm only saying everything I say, just check the word of God and help me not to point fingers at people and pick them out as that's who I'm preaching at you. And just, I, I mean, I, I take that seriously. I take that seriously this morning that I don't preach at people. I, I preach the word of God and God's word would find lodging in our hearts. Okay. I guess I simply asked the question, and as, as long as I ask myself, are we getting ready for the kingdom of God? That's, that's what I'd like to ask today. Um, you know, um, I have a little illustration here I'd like to give out. I actually gave this last Sunday, and I'd like to give it today. Uh, this message probably won't be anything like I spoke last Sunday. It'd probably be, I'm, I may be using some, some of the same scriptures, but it's going to be a lot different probably. I cannot speak the same message the same time, uh, two different days. It always comes out, not even anywhere close, probably not. So anyhow, um, but it does have some of the, the thing that I uh, illustrated on last Sunday, I, I'd like to encourage us, and the main verse I'd like to use, in the, and I will be using chapter 24 somewhat, Matthew 24, and that we all know that talks about the end of time, and that it's being ready Whenever Jesus returns that we're going to go, we're going to go to heaven or we're going to go to hell. 
And, you know, uh, I guess I could say that this time. I spoke at a funeral one time, and I brought out the indi indication about hell, you know, that we're only going to go to one place or the other. And I kind of offended somebody, and it took, the, took buying his dinner, and it took a lot of things to get this to happen that I back connected with him and took several years. Now, I don't know why I said that, but I'm just saying that sometimes there is a hell if you died today where would you go you know really and truly you know you pick up the obituaries and you read out of your daily paper some people die at the early 30s. Some in their teens. Some reach 90. But according to eternity, where will you be? And that's what we need to know. I have to simply say today, the Bible says in Matthew 24, but he that shall endure to the end shall be saved. And I believe in enduring that, enduring the cross. So to say, to endure that, I believe we're going to have to be very quick to forgive. We're going to have to be very quick to love. And I think we're going to have to be willing to suffer. Now, you may have to do more of this. But I believe if you do those three things, you're well on your way. And you know, we don't like to suffer. Our flesh don't like to suffer. But I'm telling you, if you're living in 2022, it's pretty difficult to live without suffering. It's pretty difficult. I'm here to say today that far most above anything I would speak today, the most important part of part in your life, you must be born again. You know the day you must have a personal relationship with God. You, you must be on fire for God. And, and, you know, I guess that's something I'd like to bring out today. I, I would like to encourage us for, as a church to get excited about the Word of God and get into the Word of God. And, and you, know, I, 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 you know, I somewhat, I think sometimes we as a church uh, we have a temperature gauge on us. I believe there's a temperature gauge right in this room. And I believe you could actually check it and you could get the rating where we're at with God. I really believe that. And that's what I, I'd like to say. And I, I know people are sometimes just saying, we cannot find what we need at the church. Lord, help us that we're on fire for God. Help us that we are people that just love people so much that we're willing to die for them. You know, I, I, I hope you use this illustration. You know, if you go down the road and you see a house that's on fire, and you would probably go to your greatest lengths if there was somebody in that house that was burning to get them out. How much more is it if you see people that are going to hell, so to say, won't you go down on your knees? Won't you beg 
God, to forgive them and, and walk with them and love them and help them bring them up out of the pit. And, you know, I, I guess I would like to say that I, there's uh, John and Jesus both gave their message when they begin to preach, repent you for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. And we never completely outgrow that. You know, we just never get big enough, so to say, that there's not times that we need not to go cry out and just fall on our backs and say, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. You know what? Every person here, some men go before judgment, others they follow after. Let's just be sure that we stand everything before and come to the cross. Come to the cross and lay our sins at the altar. I, um, you know, I, I, I've used this illustration about the man that had the oak tree at the end of his drive. And he had a sign on there, prepare to meet God. And you know, that oak tree stood a lot of wind when the wind was coming from the one direction. And I'm going to, I would like to refer to this as our walk with God. It stood a lot of storms, and it stood. But one night, the storm came from a different direction, and the sign fell flat on the ground, prepare to meet thy God with relief. And what I'm trying to say to that, we have to get ready for the storms of life. We need to be ready to... Um, Meet God head on. And you know, in Matthew 24, it does talk a lot about deception. And I want to talk about that some today. And I know I cannot say everything that needs to be said. So you just keep studying for yourself. Get into the Word of God so the Word of God can get into you. And I, I believe there is so much I'd like to talk a little bit. Maybe I should just read some of the scripture. You know, the disciples came to Jesus. And they said, what shall be the sign of the coming in the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And shall deceive many. And you know, it goes on to read, you know what, all we will face in this life, many shall be delivered, shall be afflicted, shall be killed you, shall be hated for all nations for my sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another, shall hate one another, and many false prophets shall rise and deceive many. And because of iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure to the end the same shall be saved. We see here that, that it says, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And this is verse 30. I'm just going to read a little bit of Matthew 24. And in verse 9, at verse 28, 
And it says, for the days were the, before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving to marriage until that day that Noah entered into the ark. And they knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. And you know also the way it was in the days of Lot. They did eat, they drink, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But the same day that Lot ran out of Sodom, it rained far and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Everybody was gone. Everybody died. And you know the day, everybody, unless Christ returns before we take our last breath, will all someday die. And you know, to some people that sounds sort of depressing, and i got to watch myself, you know, I go to great lengths to find what's wrong inside this body because I want to live. That's the reason I do it. Because I want to live. But you know, brothers and sisters, I believe that I really should be more concerned about the heart condition and how everything is in my heart and how I'm living for God because I want to live forever. Now, I'm not here to tell you our body is a temple. And I believe that it is our responsibility that we take care of our body the best of our ability. I'm not taking away from that. But I'm here to say, if we want to live forever in glory, which I don't have any question, we all want to do that. We need to be, we need to, like it says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Unless we become as little children. It says we cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, you know, maybe for some of you that's real young. But you know, as we think of us as older, unless we become to as little children, we cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Isn't that serious? I believe, brothers and sisters, you know, you know, it. in other words, just fuss one moment and the next moment, your best friends. Unless we have that forgiving spirit, unless we have that loving spirit, you know, it says unless we become the children of God, we cannot enter into heaven. And, you know, that's, I, I just like to, to think today that, you know, as we're walking in this life, it says be you followers of God as your children. That's what the Bible says in Ephesians. Wherefore he said, Awake thou the sleep of the rise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee life. And it says, See that you walk circumstantially, not as fools, redeeming the time because the days are evil. We're living in a time, you know, where it says in 2 Timothy, No, you're not. In the last days, perilous times shall come for men, shall be lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness and denying the power thereof, ever learning, and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. America. Today, ever learning, and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. We can be part of America, if less, we get, unless God gets a hold of us. And we search the scriptures for our, our life. And they knew not until the flood came and took them all away. That's the way it's going to be. I don't, I'm thinking it's just simply saying they didn't realize. They didn't realize. 
You know, sometimes you ever think about that? Sometimes we just think we just need to shake people a little bit. We can't understand why they do what they're doing. And there's not going to anything enter into the glory of God that defiles, neither whatsoever maketh abomination, but and even make it a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. You know, I, uh, I, I, I really don't know how to bring this all out today. But you know, I said that I was going to talk somewhat about deception, deception today. I... Uh, In Mark, it says, take you heed, watch, and pray. For you know when the time is. Listen, they come to you suddenly and find you watch, sleeping. And what I say unto you all, I say, watch. In, in Luke 27, verse 36, it says, watch you therefore and pray always that you be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. And we don't know what we was, you know, it talks about there, in verse 9, it says, Many shall be delivered up and then afflicted, and she'll kill you, you, and she'll be hated for all nations' sake. And you know, in Revelations, it says that's all the ones that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and those that wouldn't receive his mark or worship his image. I don't know for sure what all that's saying here, but I believe we need to be willing to suffer for the sake of Christ. I understand here today that Talking about deception, I believe there's many ways that we can be deceived. And I think I'd like to start with this. One way that we can be deceived so easy is just thinking we're good enough where we're at. And we're deceived. Unless we have, you know, except our righteous shall exceed the righteous of the scribes and the Pharisees. You shall not enter into the kingdom of God. And that is it. I think that can be a deception very. And, it, and, and take notice that the Bible does say. Jesus answered that unto them. Take heed that no man deceive you. And many shall come in my name. Saying I am Christ. And shall deceive many. And also it does say in verse 24. And there shall arise False Christ, false prophets, and they shall show great signs and wonders in so much if it were possible, they shall deceive who? The very elect. And so I'm here to say today, all we're doing is on a journey. And this journey It isn't about making money. It isn't about how much we store up. It's got nothing to do with what all we hoard up. Someday, when Jesus will come back, this is all going to burn up. It's all going to be for nothing. You know, like, I, I don't know, in Ecclesiastes it says, vanity is vanity. 
All is vanity. You know, I just like, I like how it finishes up there in the closing Exodus. It says, fear God and keep his commandments. Let us come to the conclusion. That's how it says. Let us come to the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. That's really what we need to do. And I don't have a doubt we all want to do that. But I'd like to encourage us, let's not get deceived in thinking we're good enough. Without the blood of Jesus, Jesus' blood can wash the violent sinners free. Unless we have applied the blood, unless we have accepted Christ as our personal Savior, unless we have been born into the family of God, we're not good enough. And I, I know that I do know this. I do know that this can happen. But please don't let me discourage you for searching the very best of your life. You get out and you give it all you got to find everything that makes you completely on par for God and don't stop. But I do know, I do know, there is people that go out and fall along the wayside. They're looking for things to help them, and they may get caught up into something that may not be sound. And I would say that would be a form of deception. And I just pray that for, I, I got it wrote in my Bible. We sh, this is what's wrote on top in my Bible. We should pray every day that we wouldn't be deceived. I don't, I don't know, I probably wrote that in there 20 years ago. I have my old Bible with me. We should pray every day that we would not be deceived. For many shall come in my name and saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And notice what it does say. Tell us what shall be the signs of the end of time. It says, take heed that no man deceive you. That's simply what it says. And I, I kind of hesitated. I said, I, one time I said, no, don't say this. Yes, maybe say this. And I, here I am. Now do I say it? If the Lord wants me to say it, I guess I can say it. I remember years ago, I was a young man. I was an elder at church. That was my position, an elder. And I kind of had, I had kind of some observations about uh, promise keepers, and I, I kind of spoke out. I was, I actually... I kind of spoke out. And there was somebody that came to church that was all, and, and I, I'm not saying there's never no good happening. Don't, don't, don't miss that. I was, at that time, you know, I wasn't there. And what I was hearing, maybe it wasn't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say there couldn't have been an error on my part. But anyhow, he came there and spoke, and that Sunday... That's what the message was about. It was about promise keepers. And he just drove it home to no end. And I'm not saying he didn't say, I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that there's nobody ever got help there. But I do know he did go home. 
He gave up his ministry. He left the church, which he can go to another church. He divorced his wife. And I, I, I don't know if he got deceived somehow. I don't know. But he did all that. Yeah, he was the plainest guy in the church. He was the plainest one in the church. He was the most conservative man, I believe, in that church. I know he was on the minister's bench anyhow. He was the most conservative one. And I don't know. But you know what? I went back to see him after he kind of went through all that and, you know, just felt like I just wanted to go talk to him and talk to him again. And I knew him somewhat. And he just said to me, well, what do you want to be, Paul? I made a mockery out of what he said. It seemed like he was just mocking God. And I, you know, he was a preacher of the gospel and, and, I believe he actually kind of came to Davis County to straighten me out. I really believe that. And I'm not saying that I didn't fail on that. I might have said some things that I didn't know. I'm not saying, I'm not here to, to say everything I did was right. But I know, waking up the next morning, how I felt. It probably was the worst day of my life. I felt so weathered that next day that I cannot explain it. But I don't, no, I don't want to say that so much that I hold that against him. But I will say, and that's what I'm saying, today, every organization, everything you check out, don't, I'm not here, I'm not here to condemn anything. Uh, it's very important how we form our convictions. I, you know, and I'm not saying that it's not possible that somebody was convicted of something years ago and the day they're not convicted. I'm not saying there may be something that he didn't quite understand. There might be that possibility. But I'm just saying I often have to think what forms our convictions in life. What, you know, um, one thing I, I just would say it this way. And I believe this is probably coming in on the church's side. I think a lot of times what people feel like the church is just kind of flat. It just, it's just sort of flat. It, it, you don't really have a very beaming. And you know, here's what I want to warn to us as a church. I said we have a temperature gauge on us, and I believe that. Don't you believe that God has a temperature gauge on us? And I... I, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your unfairness for God. I'm just speaking to you to warn me so I can just kind of tell you what I'm thinking. And hopefully you can get some good out of it. But you know, the Laodicean church, they were rich. They were increased with goods, and they said they had need of what? Like Leroy Loniger used to say, I'll, I say a lot of things that Leroy used to say. But he told me there was, there was a few times, you know, he said, well, it seems like there's just kind of a little bit.
just never, Leroy had a way of saying something that just, I never, it never left me. And you know what? I bet, or I feel very comfortable to say, there ain't a couple in here that wouldn't be willing to admit as you walk through this journey and your Christian walk, there's not times that the angel is pulling off. I will raise my hand. There's a little bit of a putting off. We kind of pull off. Our temperature becomes cold. It may not, it might not be cold, cold. It may be lukewarm. I would spew the out of my We need to be on fire for God. And I believe that's what's happening. And I believe that I, I just want to I just want to say today. I don't want to be a finger pointer at any organization. I'm just saying, check it out. Uh, this is one thing I've often had to say, and I, I'm just I, I guess I I guess I can repeat this, but one thing I would like to say today that Okay, if you had a son or a daughter, uh, the organization would be sound enough that you would feel good. If you had a son and daughter that, let's just say it, let's just say that, that you know how we all, about our family, we want the very best for them. We don't, there's not nobody here, we don't want anybody of our family to marry somebody that's divorced, that's adulterous. We don't want our children to end up in separation or divorce and, and live in adultery. We don't, none of us want that. We are so sure that we don't want that, and I don't question you don't want that. But I'm saying every organization we get in, make sure that it's an organization that if that would happen, that we could go to them for counsel and they would give us the right counsel. Because if we would go there and they'd say, well, I'll try to help you walk through this, and that would be wonderful. But if they, if they try to say, well, let's try to figure out ways that we can make this possible and still live for God, and it, it's going to be okay, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say today, that let's be sure. Let's be sure that it's a, it's a sound organization. And for me to stand here, and, but the Bible does say, it says, take heed that no man deceive you. And, and there has to be more said than just that. We have to say more than just, just uh, be careful. We need to say, you know what? We're not going to make it to heaven, but just being, we, we need to be, we need to search the Bible. We need to, um, we don't make it to heaven just by chance, by choice that we make in life. That's how we're going to make it. We won't just slide in there. That's not the way it's going to happen. We, we, we're going to make it to heaven. And, and you know, that's where we want to go. And I, I guess because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that endures to the end shall be saved. How can we know the way? The other thing that can happen, this can happen, that we can just, there's nobody like us. We can do that too. And I want to make sure I say that. We can do that. We can do that. We don't, we don't, we don't want to have just a judgmental spirit on 
on everybody and everything. It, it's, that's not what it is. But we need to be careful that when as we join hands, that we know that uh, it's God's thing. And, and I, I just want to encourage us today that uh, um, how, how are we going to make it to heaven? How, how are we going to make it? By the way of the cross, by the way of the new birth, by the way, by the Jesus' blood is going to set us free. It's going to be, it's, you know, our righteousness is going to be nothing but filthy rags. And I believe that, the, you know, we need to be, work out our salvation. We need to make our calling and election sure. In the last days, perilous times shall come. We need to overcome the sin of the world. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. We're all excited about inheriting things. Brothers and sisters, you can inherit all things if you live for God and die with God. In my father's house, it says there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He says, I go to repair a place for you that where I am, there you can be also. We see here today that that uh, I'm not here. I didn't speak out of Matthew 24 to tell you which day I thought Jesus is coming. The near as I can say, the Bible says in an hour that you think not. That's when he's coming. And it does say whenever you see all these things come to pass, it says look up for your re his redemption draws nigh. And when you see all these things happening, when you see everything happening, what you see happening, you know, sin, it says that violence will increase. Sin is on a rampage. We're living in a cold and a very dark world where sin is just sort of winked at, honestly. It really is. You know, talking about deception, it was mentioned today, the day September the 11th, 2001, 9-11. There was a, I guess you could call it a mission, set out. To fly into the Twin Towers. And there were how many people in those planes that in their heart, yeah, they were deceived. Can we not say that? That's not judgmental, is it? They were deceived. In their deception, they believed that if they gave their life, they had a higher place in heaven. That's what they believed. That's the way I understand it. And they did it with all their might. They did it with everything they could possibly do. There was no stopping. Think about it. There would be no stopping. If you knew that you could do something to a higher place in heaven, you would give it all you have. And death would have no part of stopping you. And they believed that. 
That's the way I understand it. And many people fell from their death. And from that day, I think you could say the world was changed. And I think in a lot of ways, the good way. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek his face, he says, and turn from their wicked ways, it says, then you will hear from heaven and heal their land. Brothers and sisters, I think life is way too short to not take seriously the things that we have faced in the last 22 years. We face the dread of disease. We face all these things. And I believe that I really believe that we can say that God was helping us prepare if we do it in the right way. I believe that it was all God's design. I don't believe this was accidentally somehow this disease got into our America and many people died and a lot of people got depressed. A lot of things happened. And I don't believe, I don't, I, I don't believe for one minute that God didn't design a plan. If we to follow all the way through, it would be all for the honor and glory of God. And we could strengthen, we could strengthen our faith and encourage each other. And you know, as I say today, I, I'd like to say, let's not quit searching for God's word. Let's not quit searching for things that were going to make us better in life. I, 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 I didn't say that. I hope not. I didn't mean to say I don't want you to slow down. I want you to give it all you've got. To pour on the, the fuel, so to say. Give it your best. Don't stop. Heaven or hell is waiting. And no matter, blessed are those that die in the Lord. It says, from henceforth said the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Give it all you got. To him that overcometh, he says, I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. You know, in Revelations, it talks about that. It talks about overcoming. It talks about, it says that, I, I think I'm in the wrong. But anyhow, it says that he that overcometh shall not be clothed in white. In white raiment, I will not blot out of his name out of the book of life. To him that overcometh, he says that I will, he can sit with me in yonder throne. Brothers and sisters, we need to be on fire for God. And, you know, in Revelation, it also says, I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. And it says that they were awarded according to their works. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life, was cast into the lake of fire. That should move us today. And realize that in verse 27 in chapter 1, it says, 21, it says, and there shall no wise enter into anything that they follow. Whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written 
and the land's a book of life. Sin will never enter in. Sin will never enter there. And Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. You ever believe that as the world, the way the world will look at them, you never quite get to where they want you. Because they will ask you to do this, they will do, I don't care what, if it's a dress or whatever they ask you. They're going to ask you to do this, they're going to ask you to do that. And once you get there, they'll move on you. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He won't change. God can't change his word to fit his people's lives. You know, we just need to preach the safe way, the principles of the Bible. I'm using, like the song goes, I'm using my Bible for a roadmap. Yes, there is a broad and there's a narrow way. And we know that in Laodicean church there it says there was a cold. There was neither a cold or hot. There was a Luke no Anderson. We need to be in par for the Lord Jesus Christ. Watch you therefore and pray always that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. Watch and pray. I may never get to speak here again. This may be my last message. I may never speak at this church again. And I, I don't know why I'm saying that to me. But you know, my, my mind goes to the last message I've spoken to me. Here it says, woe unto me, for I'm undone. Like Isaiah said, I'm undone. I'm a man of unclean lips. And you know what? Whenever he acknowledged that, when Isaiah acknowledged that, Right following that, it was said, you know, who shall go? Here am I, send me. And not until he realized that he had a need of correction in his own life was he ready to go. May the Lord help us today as we journey through this life. I just want to encourage us today to live for the Lord, seek out life, seek out the things in life, watch and pray. Someday Jesus is coming back with clouds, with power and great glory. And it says all them that the earth shall mourn, they shall see the Son of Man coming in clouds and heaven with power and great glory. But the day of the hour knoweth no man, not the angels of heaven, but the Father only. But it was in the days of Noah. That's the way it's going to be when the Son of Man. You know, and we all know how it was. They went on like there was, they was going to live forever on earth. And that's kind of a way we can find our challenges today. Where will you be? A million years from now. Will you be happy? Will you be singing while the ages roll? I ask this question. Where will you be? In my father's house are many mansions. I never forget. I was at a graveside service one day. 
My dear, dear sister from the church there at Zion passed away. And the guy that spoke there, he said, you know what? I can only imagine as she sees her mansion. You know, brothers and sisters, you know, no matter how much you suffer in life, no matter what you think, you have a promise at the mansion of God. You have that promise. You don't have to have any money to get in. The price has been paid. The ticket has been paid for. May the Lord bless you. Let's pray. I think I'm going to ask you today to stand as we pray. Lord, I stand in your presence today. I pray today that you just turn on the searchlight of all of our hearts here today. I don't know how many souls there is in this building, but possibly 60 some. And everyone has a beating heart. And Lord, we know that you have the power. You can stop any clock or breath of life at any time that you want, so to say. And help us not just really focus on that, but help us to focus on the real thing that when death calls and we leave this world, that we would have a life that to live on. I pray today. The last time I spoke here, Lord, I'm just reminded. I'm just reminded that I went home, or I went to my son's house. And there was a lady there, Martha Bell was there. And we talked, we shared a lot together, and before the day was over, she passed. And Lord, I just pray. If my heart quits pounding today, if I take the last breath of life, that I would continue and bear in and press in and find the conclusion of the whole matter, and that is simply fear you, God, and keep his commandments. We love you, Lord. We pray for each person that's here. I just pray today that if there was something I said today that maybe wasn't completely understood or maybe I didn't say it just quite right, I just pray that the Lord would just reveal it to you exactly the way it needs to be revealed. And I just ask, Lord, for your direction. Pray for this little country church here. We thank you for the church. We thank you for the brotherhood. We pray a blessing on this church. And rather if we meet here or if we meet in the air, I trust that we can meet. In your name we pray. Amen.
I ask you to sing uh, Where Could I Go But To The Lord? Uh, 